to pull this miracle off, you gotta change everything. You gotta learn to be a right-handed fighter. Now this will confuse Apollo and it'll protect that bad eye. I can't learn how to fight right-handed no more. What's can? There ain't no cats. There's no cats. Now he will beat you uglier than you are now. Now listen, you start fighting right-handed and then you change sudden and that'll make history. But first, you gotta get speed. Demon speed. Speed's what we need. We need greasy, fast speed. He's Bobby Hensley. I'm Sean Styers. We're two guys talking sports movies. We've uh, we've stepped away for a little bit. Hiatus, yeah. I figure we did 20 episodes to start this thing out, and almost 20 consecutive weeks. Yeah, we really we cranked it. them out for a while. Maybe a little bit more in between. but uh, So I figure HBO, Netflix, they do like 8 to 10 episodes. <laughs> That's a season. So, so we're like a network show going 20 episodes. 20 episodes. I mean, I, th- I think we've killed a season pretty much. So. <laughs> yeah. We can take a hiatus every now and then after 20 episodes. Yeah, we've killed a lot of people's time. That's exactly right. Rocky Two is our uh, latest Two Guys Talking Sports movies. We did Rocky a couple months ago One now, of the greatest sports point. movies of all time. It is. I mean, I think we're Academy both in agreement Award. on that. Mm-hmm. One of the few things that we're in agreement on. <laughs> yeah. but, so now we go to, to Rocky Two. Rocky Balboa is enjoying life. He and his wife, Adrian. You know, he had the the big fight with Apollo Creed. He's able to enjoy some of the money that he earned from the fight. He's got uh, endorsement deals coming at him. But, you know, when we did the original Rocky, we talked about how Stallone has said that each of the Rocky movies were kind of metaphors. They're They're autobiographical. Yeah, to an extent. Metaphors for his life, exactly. So in the first one, the original, he's a struggling guy kind of trying to make it, trying to stay afloat, afloat, finally gets his chance. He's a reluctant hero, doesn't really believe in himself wholeheartedly, doesn't really believe that he deserves a shot, but he gets the shot, then he ultimately makes the most of it. And by doing that, he gets the accolades, the praise, and all the other stuff. It becomes kind of iconic. Yeah, exactly. But so by that, the time this one came out... And it's only three years later. Now, we should differentiate because it's three years later when they move it, made it, 1979, but it's actually set in 1976 because it goes chronologically. It picks up. As I said, the movie actually starts with the last couple scenes of the yeah, first Rocky. Which was an interesting way, and, and, and again, this is something I remember seeing in the movie theater. It's like you're, it starts off with the end of the first fight between Rocky and Apollo Creed. So for us, it's probably been about a month since we watched them. For everybody else, it was three and a half years. So I get that you <laughs> yeah. refresh because that's, you know, TV shows do that. Well, and they picked it up. So even people who maybe didn't see the first Rocky, it's like, okay, here's what happened. And you can see there ain't going to be no rematch and, right. and just the whole thing and, 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 and how things ended. So in the first movie, he's climbing the mountain trying to figure out how to believe in himself. And now the second one, he's at the kind of at the top of the mountain, I guess. Maybe he, not quite the top, but he's he's close to the summit that he was. And again, you could be talking about Rocky or Sly Stallone. Yeah, exactly. Cuz they're both. Exactly. Because again, Rocky is a metaphor for for everything that's going on in Stallone's life. So how do you deal with the spoils of fame and celebrity? And he does what most people do, and I'm talking about Rocky now. He spends too much after he gets the big paycheck, which is interesting because I think it was like he made one hundred and fifty thousand. That was interesting, wasn't it? And they said, "Would you get? Would you take home after taxes?" Is one of the lines in the movie, and I think he said thirty-seven thousand. Yeah, <laughs> which back then, 
Yeah, it goes further than it does now, but that's still not for a championship fight. Exactly. But he was a bum in that first fight. Like he was just supposed to be, you know, somebody that Apollo could easily beat on New Year's for the Centennial. Right. And so he has a little bit of money. He goes out and he buys the fancy car. He gets the Trans Am, and we were just talking about the Trans Am, and, and I guess chronologically that the Trans Am doesn't fit right for 1976. The Trans Am, I don't think. 1977, well, maybe it does. Smokey and the Bandit came out in 77, and that's the iconic Trans Am that Burt Reynolds drives in 77. So this is two years later, and and that's the big fancy car that he's got. The problem with the fancy car, if you really want to get into splitting hairs here, that's a 1979 Trans Am. Oh, it's actually a 79 Trans Am. Yeah. Ah. So, plot, you know, a hole in the plot. So Stallone, or Rocky, he gets married. He buys a house with the money that he's got. Everyone's coming after him to cash in on his fame. He's in demand for commercials and endorsements. Tony, Tony Gazzo, wants him to invest in condos. You've got autograph seekers and the whole thing. So, again, mirroring mirroring what's actually going on in Sylvester Stallone's life after he rises to fame when his movie wins the Academy Award, Rocky the Original, back in 76. Right, and then Stallone made, he made two movies between this. Fist. And Paradise Alley. Yeah. Two big winners. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess one of did, them was... Did our, he write either one of those? Do you know? I didn't look into him. I hadn't even heard of him. Because and they, he pretty much decided he was a writer after he did Rocky. Rocky. And if you noticed, he didn't just write Rocky too. And again, as we mentioned in the original Rocky podcast, he wrote every Rocky movie with the exception, you know, again, if you're going to include... Creed in the franchise. He did not write the original Creed, but he did have a hand at in least the second co-write one. writing the second one. Well, yeah. he began working on Rocky Three, which came out in 1982, right immediately after, after yeah. with the intention of the third one being the end. How'd that work for him? Well, give me <laughs> he, enough yeah, money, I'll keep going. He wasn't thinking about Rocky Four, yeah. And a lot of people, you know, would say that kind of as this kept going, that that it. it if I keep getting rich off this podcast, I'll hang out with you once a week. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, as he had done with the original, he incorporated biographical elements in in Rocky II. So I guess what I would ask you, let's, let's start with this. Since we've seen Rocky and Rocky II, a lot of people think Rocky II is the best of the whole franchise. There are maybe some who think Rocky III. Rocky sure. three, Rocky four. I don't know. So no one thinks Rocky five is the best one. No, there's absolutely no one. <laughs> let's who be real Rocky clear 5. about that. Yeah, that's right. So let's just go between Rocky and Rocky two. Which one do you like better? See, here's funny. Coming into this for me, I was thinking Rocky two, and to be honest, the fight to me at the end is better in Rocky two. But I would take Rocky one. The fight is better because he wins. No, right? is well, that, there because is a, that was your thing about was. the first one. He didn't there, win. There's a decision. I felt like the action was a little bit better. There's a little more longer of a fight. That's that's interesting, and I'll, I'll save it for my things that that bug wow. me about the fight. And we're back. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting way but, to end it with both of them getting knocked down. Yeah. and you're and when you're watching it the first time, it's like, what's gonna happen? Is he actually gonna get takes, up? 20 minutes for the 10 second count, but and I think the more I thought about it, because I know you didn't like. One, the fact that there wasn't a knockout in the first one. And two, that he lost. But I think it made it more realistic that he lost. Well, it wasn't and again, the- not that he was trying to set up a sequel. Right. But I think it made it more realistic that, that he, 
He stood toe-to-toe with the champ, and he did all these things that he was looking to do, but he didn't win. And not everybody wins when you get there. So it's, I think there's some more realism there. It's not that he didn't win. It was just the way it went down to a split decision. Yeah. I needed more of a finale to it or something. Like yeah. maybe, a, maybe Apollo wins on every card. Mm-hmm. So Rocky goes a distance, and you can still have the narrative that Apollo's a chump because he didn't knock him out. And that still sets up the second one. Yeah. But you have more of a resolution in the first one. I'm okay with him losing. Well, and but split decision is kind of weak. <laughs> and really, you know, like I guess it is kind of true. If you look though. at the fight itself, I mean, Apollo was he won most of the rounds in Rocky too. He was kicking his butt all over the place, and Rocky had to get a knockout. And they're going into that last round. Apollo's trainers are saying, "Stay away from him." Yeah, he's dangerous. Mickey wants Rocky to switch because he had to switch from from Southpaw. left hand to right hand. Yeah, and Mickey wants him to switch back, and and Rocky's going, "No, I ain't gonna switch." And and so there's there's a lot of of drama about what's going to happen in and, that last round. Yeah, the the last round was really good. I thought the whole fight was good, though. Yeah, but, I I definitely like the original better, though. And to I, me, go ahead. I was going to say, I thought it was cool that, like, in the, the second one, Rocky gets knocked down in the first round, mm-hmm. whereas in the first one, he knocks Apollo down. Right. So it's kind of like they're flipping the script already, showing you, teasing you what's going to happen yeah. later. And I think part of why I like the original better, and we talked about the pacing of the first movie. There's a lot less dialogue and a more visual. They tried to cram more dialogue. It's all of a sudden Stallone's getting verbose with his writing now. You know, yeah. thinking, oh, I'm a writer. Now I've got to write stuff. There's, so there's a lot more actual dialogue going on. And the bigger thing, you've talked about this in some of our, of our other podcasts because we're doing sports movies. My God. Like what what – did you, what did you hate about Rudy, or what you stated that you hated about Rudy? I'd say it for this one, too. I was going to bring that up later. Go ahead. Um, not about football. There's not right. enough football in it. It takes Til 45 yeah. minutes into the movie before Rocky finally goes to the gym to see Mickey, and that's when Mickey's doing the eye test with him. And, and uh, for those listening who haven't watched Rocky II in a long time, Rocky, remember how beat up Rocky was? Well, he's right. got eye damage from that first fight, and he can't see very well out of his right eye. And so Mickey's like, you can't go back because... Wait, what do you sound like? You're going to get mitered in there. <laughs> <laughs> you just you were just waiting how long it was going to take for me to do my first Mickey impersonation. We'll get to well, you know that what? later. <laughs> it took longer because there's also, with the exception of the wedding scene, there's hardly any, any Mickey, Mickey for the first 45. And, and right. I think that first 45 minutes really drags with just a couple exceptions. The couple exceptions are... I know we're I'm skipping around a little bit, but one That's okay. th- the hospital scene was kind of funny at the beginning. I like seeing that. I like the hospital scene. I've got that on my list and of then, scenes. And we can get that in a second. And then the other one was um uh trying to remember. There's like only two good scenes in the first hour for me. I like the uh when he's doing the commercial and he's trying to yeah. the, tame the beast and, and But it's so slow. Yeah. Too much. It, it of, really is. It's really and what what the scene that bugged me the most is sitting there after after the opening scene where, again, they show the final fight, the last two rounds of the first fight, or at least most of the last right. two rounds of the first fight, so you, so to kind of bring everybody up to speed so you know what's going on. Well, then the two guys are beat up so bad that they both got to go to the hospital. and So then the ambulance from the fight to the hospital, it's like they were driving in real time. Yeah, That thing, it's like, oh, when is this ambulance finally going to pull into the hospital? Now, part of that, they're bleeding it out for the credits. Yeah, but like, still, but you could have kept on, credits yeah. going. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't feel like they went the quickest way to the no. hospital. It's like, come on, just yep. get to the hospital already. And that, that drug out, 
And I, I think it kind of set the tone for the first 45 minutes because it took forever for the ambulance to get there. And that first 45 minutes, just drug because he's going through. He proposes to Adrian oh, and all this Christ. different stuff. Yeah, yeah, you love that, didn't you? So the, the whole beginning was just so slow. It put a bad taste in my mouth. I felt like the movie wasn't finding its footing. Yeah. Whereas Rocky One got you in right away. Mm-hmm. And that two hours went by real quick to watch. Whereas this, it just kept dragging. I'm like, I still have an hour and 15 left. Right. And all you wanted to get to is the fight stuff. What's right. what's going to actually happen with Rocky? But we go through. But again, Did, I mean, part of it was he wanted to, because of the biographical stuff, he, I think he kind of wanted to set some of that stuff up. But I also, just from a personal level, also think, again, Rocky, the original, wins an Academy Award. So now Stallone thinks that he is the writer of writers, so he's writing all this stuff. So did you come into this thinking the same way, that you would like Rocky one better? I really wasn't sure. I tried to keep an open mind because it's been a bazillion years since I mm-hmm. saw Rocky two. Again, I've seen all of them, but I don't even remember. It It might have been the 1980s since the last time I saw Rocky two. And not that we didn't enjoy it. At least I enjoyed the movie, uh-huh. but I just I never. Yeah, I I never. All these people saying Rocky two is the best of the franchise. That's I don't a hard think sell. I ever really felt like that. Yeah, I think I probably would have said one or three was my favorite. Yeah. Three, well, we'll get to that eventually, but yeah. I mean, that'll be our next Rocky yeah, one that we're right. going to go in order. Yeah. But so you're definitely saying Rocky, the original, better than Rocky two. Yeah. And I don't even think it's close. I don't either. And, and, and because, again, I think there's so much raw realism there. And even him courting like, um, you know, in movies, what makes for good stories is conflict. His conflict is within himself and with his money. Mm-hmm. The whole there's no like problem with his love interest, and that's true. He's just like, "Hey, yo, you won't get married," <laughs> and it's like, "Come on, like write it down." Bobby's got the first Rocky impersonation. Yeah, that wasn't that good one. That's that fine. was I. Again, I listened to our first podcast a couple times, and I did. I tried to do too many Rocky impersonations. I thought. Now I also felt like my Mickey does not sound like Patches O'Houlihan. Oh, it definitely he, does. No. Yeah. <laughs> What does your Patches of Houlihan sound like? I can't like? do it off the top of what my head. What are the head, five but... D's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a line behind dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Okay, don't do it in a non-Mickey voice. <laughs> that was not Mickey. It definitely was. That was Patches. Okay, anything new you <laughs> noticed? And again, it's probably been a while since either one of us saw Besides Rocky the hour too. and a half of the love crap at the beginning. Yeah, anything new you Slower. noticed um, watching that that you didn't didn't remember? I put that. I mean, that's the only thing that really. Because I remember that the fight was good, and that I still enjoyed that. But yeah, I forgot how much other stuff there was. Because yeah, he kind of goes through this again in Rocky Five, which I haven't seen, but I know what it's about. Where he's broke, mm-hmm. starting over again. So yeah, that's true. It kind of. I forget. Yeah, definitely the pace or the the, the relatively slow pace. I forgot. Yeah, but that, the, which is surprising because when I saw this the first time, I, um, you know, when I was younger, I was more. Way more impatient back then. So <laughs> I think you told me to be more patient just before we went on the air today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so some of the things, I felt like they really toned down Polly. I didn't realize how much they toned down Polly from one yeah. to two. Maybe they realized what a crap heel. I, just, made. <laughs> I almost said something. Yeah. yeah, what a crap bag he is. Yeah. You know, he wasn't and, the raging, abusive drunk that he was. And it was kind of weird for me to see Mickey be almost supportive of Rocky the whole time, even when he didn't want to fight, and Mickey still followed him around the hospital. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't remember that. I thought they right. always were kind of, uh, not against each other, but almost that, like, family style where, like, you know we get along, but we hate each other. Yeah. They really do hate each other yeah. in these first, or at least uh, Apollo hates him anyway. Yeah. Uh, Stu Nahan smoking the cigar ringside. 
Yeah. Just something little, but didn't necessarily notice that. Creed wearing the red trunks that he that, that were that it was remember the the poster from the first one they had Rocky and red trunks and he goes there the night before and he sees the promoter and he's actually wearing white trunks so they put Creed in the trunks that Rocky was incorrectly depicted wearing in the first one and he was still incorrectly depicted in the they had him in white trunks with a red stripe on the poster of the second one did they and he came out in black with the gold stripe ah, so that's true. Yeah. All right. Brent Musburger doing the uh, interview of Apollo on TV. I wrote that down as that was pretty awesome. So I'm like, wait, that voice. Yeah. Brent's been around for a long time, it, man. It, what has he been doing back then? He was working. Was he I still believe, national? I believe he was with CBS Sports back so, then because wow. he used to do the NFL Today with Phyllis George and all these different guys on. Uh, I didn't know he was that old, I guess. Yeah. He's, been, he's like 80 years old now. Yeah. And he's still, um, he's the Raiders. Raiders Radio play-by-play announcer, and we also, on WSBT Tuesday and Wednesday nights, we have this show called My Guys in the Desert. It's a gambling show that Brent Musburger is a part of. Wow. Yep. Yeah, because I was, I was just driving home this weekend from Indianapolis, and I was listening to the Raiders game on the radio, and I was like, man, that guy's still, still doing it. Yep. Uh, Leroy Neiman, do you know who that is? No. So do you remember when Apollo is training in the ballroom, and there's a guy there? With a mustache, who's doing paintings of him? It's like the uh, Leroy Neiman that's art, who, very famous different paintings. So he does paintings of sports stuff. Yep, that's yep. pretty cool. So he was there. So, I thought that was a nice little touch. And again, didn't remember it, but uh, Leroy Neiman's doing a painting of Apollo. It's kind of funny. The first one, they struggled to get enough money to make the movie, and now they can get these stars kind of yeah. to be a part of it. Yeah, no kidding. We, no, we talked about the budget and, of the first. Didn't I? Didn't see anything about the budget of this one in the notes. I'm sure it had a pretty decent budget. Yeah, I'm pretty as sure. As well as the first write one. Write their did. own checks. Yep. Um, you could, uh, well, I guess I'll just go ahead and do this now because it's something that I didn't remember as opposed to something that, uh, that bugged me. I didn't think the fight sequences were done very well myself i really I, th- I felt like you could see a lot of punches that didn't come close to landing that were supposed to have landed and then conversely i'm yeah. sure you saw this in the research um you remember when there's at the end of the second round there's pushing and shoving between stallone and carl weathers they're they're shoving and taunting and being pulled apart well apparently they stallone revealed later that they were actually mad at each other because they weren't acting at that point. A lot of the punches that were supposed to miss landed in what was supposed to be a carefully choreographed fight. So they kind of uh, had each other. They were they were pretty ticked off at each other because they were actually throwing blows. But again, I felt like as they there were a lot more wide shots and you could see a lot of shots miss. So I didn't I didn't think it was necessarily choreographed that see, well. I'm okay with that because okay, I think I mean I know it's you know, right it's be exactly. Fake, but you want it to look real, and that's kind of what I was thinking about the whole plot line of this movie is it's borderline not even a sports movie because of how much other stuff there is. Yeah, like his wife and the baby, and then everything else is broke. So, but the same thing with the punching. It's like they just went with a broad paintbrush to like try and get as many people to like it as possible. A devout sports or boxing fan probably doesn't enjoy that fight scene because it's kind of unrealistic. And what fight do they go like that, like nonstop punch after punch after punch? It's kind of funny because one of the the training partner for Rocky in this movie is Roberto Duran. Yeah, I did see that, and he had a bunch of fights that were kind of fast paced. He was a tri- like an actual. He was one, he was supposed to be one of Rocky's sparring partners. Yeah, he in was the in the in the ring. Yeah. 
which because I guess they were trying to simulate the speed of Apollo and and all that good stuff. All right, so before we get into favorite lines and favorite scenes, anything else that you want to touch on? Um, we kind of touched upon this in the last one, but did you see that he reached out to uh, Chuck Wepler for this movie? Yeah, they, he actually was supposed to have a part, but Chuck and did not. Uh, he said he read very poorly. Yeah. Which, again, if you watch the Chuck movie on Showtime, they show that he would been out partying all night and was high as a kite on all kinds of drugs when he read so. You would have thought that they could have just made him maybe a sparring partner or just somebody. Or a ref. Kind of around. Yeah. Like they could have, if they really wanted to, they could have come up with a better part or just some little part for him. Or just since have, he apparently was hanging around all the time. Or just have him like in a hallway say good luck on the way out or something. <laughs> yeah, just some, some stupid little thing that doesn't require much thinking. Yeah. But, Ch- yeah, apparently Chuck Wepner read like Rocky reads in those commercials that Rocky was having a hard time reading the cue cards. Oh, so. come on. That was, that was fun. <laughs> well, I didn't say it wasn't fun, but he didn't read very well. All right, favorite lines. All right, I got a lot of these. All right, so do I. I've got at least a decent amount. And I think some of them from like very early on from the last movie, it's like stop this fight and I'll kill you, and then the ain't going to be no rematch. We talked about it kind of already, but those two lines set up this movie. Right. And I guess that kind of dovetails into something that bugs me. There ain't going to be no rematch. Uh, save the, okay. Save the, okay. Save the All right. what bugs you. All right. Let's do lines here. Okay. <laughs> so, that, so those lines were nice to set up the movie. Okay. Uh, I've got... Do you have brain damage? And Rocky says, "I don't see any." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I got a lot of little some of his some of the one liner. Um, one question, Apollo: Did you give me your best when they're in the hospital? And yeah. Rocky stumbles over there, and Apollo's like, "Yeah, I did." Apollo says, "Yeah," but then of course he contradicts that I, later on. That, we'll get into the stuff that bugs us <laughs> okay. later. Okay. <laughs> so the nurse comes into his room and she wants the autograph and you know sign it to my good friend Charlie. And he says, "To my good friend Charlie, who I don't even know." Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of he had more humor in this one, I think. Yeah, a little more. Um, she's like, "Do you know how to drive a car?" He's like, "I can drive airplanes and bulldozers. I'll drive you crazy if you give me a chance." <laughs> kind of funny. Um, the real estate guy, when they're looking at the house, he's like, "Could you stand over there? I want to talk secretly to my wife." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like. Then we get to it. There's several lines in this when he's trying to read. He's like, "I only work for professionals," and he's not a professional. After Rocky screwed up reading in the ring and everywhere right. else. Right. Uh, what he's at, I think it's the bank. And he, with a guy asks him if he has a criminal record, and he says, nothing worth bragging about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, a lot more little uh, one-line kind of humor that he worked into this one. Um, I can't remember the whole thing, but I wrote down, he was like, I feel like a Kentucky Fried Idiot Yeah. when he was eating chicken. Right. Or trying to catch the chicken. Yeah, that's right. Because he said we need greasy, fast speed. Yep. Speed is what we need. Yeah. Uh, the guy who, uh, when Rocky goes back to the gym and he's carrying spit buckets and all that, and he says, oops. And the other guy says, can't you think of anything <laughs> tougher to say than oops? Yeah, that's good. See, but all these lines are kind of funny, but there's nothing like iconic from this one. Like he had so many lines, yeah. one liners from the first one. Cause they worked in, you're going to crap thunder and eat lightning. They did, but it almost felt forced. Yeah. Like they're trying to right. reprise that cause it must have. Been an inside joke. Yeah. I like the line. It's kind of a long one. Rocky, what are you going to do with all that money? You're getting a substantial paycheck. What are you going to do? It's like, well, the first thing I do is got to pay rent. <laughs> Made this list on the way over here. I'd like to buy a couple hats, a motorcycle, a couple quarts of perfume for Adrian. She likes to smell good. And some Muppet toys. You know, Ernie, Big Bird, and the Frog. What's his name? Kermit. And then he goes, and then I'll buy Polly a, a snow cone machine. You like snow cones, don't you? Right. <laughs> 
I made this list on the way over. I was just thinking of things to do. I'd like to get a couple of hats and a motorcycle and uh, a couple of quarts of perfume for Adrian. She likes to smell good. And uh, some Muppet toys, you know, Ernie and Big Bird and that, that frog. What's his name? Kermit or something? Like <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I thought maybe a statue for the church. And uh, I think a snow cone machine for you, Paul. You like snow cones, don't you? <laughs> All the meanwhile... A- um, Apollo and his trainer are sitting there kind of giving him the stink eye while he's rattling on. It's like, who is this? It's crazy. But then you're also seeing that he's going to yeah. screw his money away again. And then Pauly, at the at that same press conference, when Apollo says something, he's like, who is this guy? And he's like, I don't sweat you. His lungs he's going to punch out. Now who's that, Al Capone? <laughs> I don't sweat you. Yeah. <laughs> Pauly's... A lot better in this movie. I think that's more the Pauly I remembered when I watched the first one. I was like, oh, yeah. wow, he's pretty dark. If I remember right, and again, we'll get to this when we do the next, when we do Rocky Three. but if I remember right, Pauly's a little bit more of a drunk again, and there's some combative stuff in Rocky Three. Again, it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure. Maybe that reflects his personal life yeah, as well. I think he goes back to his old ways, yeah. And then <laughs> uh, Mickey, when he comes to Rocky's door after Apollo calls him out on TV, I think we ought to knock his block off. Yeah. Rocky. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> The more Mickey, the better in this one. Hey, you can never get enough Mickey in any of them. So let's just get that out there right now. How about this funny line when they're standing in the ring, Mickey and uh, Rock, and then Apollo enters the arena, but we haven't seen him yet. And he goes, I think Apollo's here. And he goes, well, who'd you expect? And he's like, well, I knew it him. I just hope he wouldn't show. (laughs) (laughs) Right before the fight. Right. Um, Then my last one. What are we waiting for, Mickey? After Adrian finally wakes up from the coma. Right, immediately jumps into trainer mode. Yeah, and he, and she gives Rocky her blessing to go fight. And so, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Um, the last one I have is between the two of them. He's like, ah, oh, Rock, don't let him bother you. And he goes, well, would he bother you? And he, Mick goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. Yep. All right. So Good. those are your last lines? Yep. Favorite yep. scenes? You want to start us off, or you want me to? You go for it. Well, you start. You you mentioned this one before when, when they're in the wheelchairs, mm-hmm. getting to the hospital, or after they've been admitted, and they they cross paths out in the hallway, and there's all these people out there, and just just Apollo and and Rocky yelling at each other about you know Apollo's yelling about the rematch, and Rocky's hey I thought you said there wasn't going to be no rematch, and right obviously there turned out to be a rematch, right? That, that was what that was. That One scene of the was better good. scenes of the first 45 minutes. Yeah, or even longer. And I kept trying to write stuff down from earlier in the movie. Then even the marriage proposal, I was like, oh, I'm glad it's short. Like, they're going to get to it. It's done. Well, you know, I saw. But then it kept dragging. Did you, did you get the, the backstory? The zoo. Did, did you read about that? Yeah, because. Yeah, in the first one. Because Gazzo's driver in that one scene says that Adrian tells Rocky that Adrian needs to be in the zoo or something like that. And so. Well, that's, they, you're putting it nicer. The, they, the terminology we yeah. probably can't use. So they they uh, they tie that in. Yeah, in a nice way. I, I I couldn't find anything about the tiger though, because they're at the tiger cage, and then Rocky ends up getting the jacket that has the tiger on the back. There had to be some kind of meaning there. Eye of the like. tiger. Uh, well, that's not until I'm just throwing stuff out. That's there. not until Rocky three. But yeah. that's a, that's. A, Maybe a good call. Maybe there's something with tigers that Stallone really liked. <laughs> and Survivor. Could be. Yeah. Well, there you go. All so, right. One mystery solved. What right. other world's problems can we do? Okay. All right. Um, Rocky asking Mick to train him again because he wants to go back to boxing. And Mick's like, no. Then I like when 
uh, Mick actually punches him in the face and goes, you didn't even see that coming. <laughs> He's like, if a bum like it me can hit you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Mick's got the hearing aid thing, the old yeah, the school hearing time, aid yeah. hanging out of his ear. It's uh, like earbuds now. When he's earbuds. making the commercial for Beast Aftershade, it makes me f- smeal mainly and just going through the yeah. whole thing. He's trying to read the cards, and of course the director is over the top. And it makes you wonder, was there really some jerkwad director who was yelling at, at the real Stallone when he was trying to make some commercial? At, <laughs> at some, some point in his life. Yeah. Because he was. He was a commercial actor for a while, so yeah. probably, I'm sure... But you know how those guys are. I'm not justifying it, but they're probably having to do all the shooting in a very short time. Right. But then if, if Rocky's your star, aren't you going to be nice to him and cater well, to him? Think, or find think. a way to creatively edit. And you've got to realize that he's a boxer. <laughs> yeah, he can knock your block off. And I was thinking at the time that you, as a director, what do you have to do? You have to kind of, you have to find the way that, that works best for whoever you're trying to direct. So maybe the cue cards weren't going to work and maybe you just needed to, Kind of give Rocky the material and not necessarily memorize, but just let him kind of. Here's the two points we need out of you. Yeah, just say this one way or the other. Just kind of go for a little bit. Maybe ad-libbing wasn't the thing back then. There's a lot more ad-libbing these days, it seems like. But Okay, we'll talk about stuff that bugs us later. And we're critiquing a commercial within a movie. Yeah, so. (laughs) Brent Musburger, I wrote down that scene where he's reading on the TV. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, the, The scene where Apollo is in his office with his guys. Mm-hmm. Where they first are proposing the rematch, I thought that was a pretty cool scene, and and Apollo really wants the fight, and his guys are like, you know, you really don't want. You this. have nothing and, to win here. Yeah, and and so finally, his trainer gets up and he he says, "This guy's all wrong for us, baby. You know, I saw you beat him like you've beat no other and he man." He kept coming back. Yeah, he kept coming at you. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is that last time he was damn lucky. Now he's all finished. I mean, he's been hanging around doing nothing for six months. And any trainer worth anything wouldn't have nothing to do with him. Now, I say, let's go after some new meat. Forget this bum. You think I beat him the last time, do you? Hmm? You got the decision. Man, I won, but I didn't beat him. What are you afraid of, Tony? Honest? Yeah, honest. He's all wrong for us, baby. I saw you beat that man. Like I never saw no man get beat before, and the man kept coming after you. And we don't need that kind of man in our life. I know what you're feeling. Let it go. Let it go. You're the champ. I, don't, I guess another thing that surprised me is how little Apollo was in this movie. Like that's true. He really didn't have a very big part. I mean, they had the scene with him and his wife where he's getting all the hate mail from around the world, right? And then I, then the, the trainers, and then that's about it mm-hmm. until the fight. But so that's yeah. weird. Anytime in a Rocky movie, I think, I think the most iconic things that come to my mind when I think of Rocky are any of those training montages and sequences. So I wrote those down for my favorite scenes. Yeah, with the chicken, and you see him getting better, and you see him getting in shape. Right. That kind of became the iconic. I think there's Cheesy one of those montage, in well, yeah. there's definitely one of those in every movie, uh, every Rocky movie where you've got the training montage. But good, just going back to the original, not that he invented the montage, but I think first he one took to use it, it effectively. Yeah, he took it to another level, and he was one of the first to use a steady cam. And it's funny because they said like um, they used 800 kids supposedly to help him with his training run with the kids behind him. Mm-hmm. And if you traced out his whole run around Philly from where his house was to all where he went, it's like. 
30, equivalent of a marathon? 30.2 miles. It's over a marathon. You're just going to jump right to there, huh? Yeah. We're still in favorite scenes. Yeah, well, I just we're not, we're not We're not nitpicking. and. No, I thought that was cool. <laughs> if I could run 30 miles, I'd probably be a good boxer, too. Right. And then the other thing, Rocky to Adrian, I'm not supposed to do commercial work. I'm not supposed to be at the meat house, and I'm supposed to be a fighter. Yeah. Just, you know, again, it's like, this is what I'm supposed to do. you got to let me do, do my thing. thing. Yep. At uh, the press conference, the reporter asked him if he has a chance. He's like, I don't know. He looks pretty mad. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky, do you think you have a chance this time against Apollo? I don't know. He looks pretty mad. Me and Mick, we're going to try our best. You know? Anything derogatory you want to say? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they say that again a couple times in this movie, don't they? He looks mad. I thought it was cool the way Mick stayed with Rocky and, like, all those scenes when she's in the hospital and you can see Mick, like, falling asleep in the background. Yeah. Leading up to him being the one, like, all right, let's go to work. And I guess you probably needed some of that to show just how long the whole thing was taken. But, again, I thought they could have lopped about a couple minutes off of that. Right. it up a little bit. Right. But uh, when Mick and, and Rocky are watching the film of the first fight together when they're kind of going through strategy, got to switch to right hand, protect the eye because of the, you know, again, the bad right eye. See how smooth he moves there? See how he pumps that jab into your eye? Yeah. You got guts to go back in the ring with him, kid. Thanks a lot, Mick. You know, this style's too easy to figure out. I mean, left-handed fighters, they're the worst, you know. They lead with their face mostly, trying to throw that big left. Right's no damn good. They ought to outlaw southpaws. Now why didn't you tell me this before? I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And then he, he goes through the whole, we got to get speed. Speed's what we need. We need greasy, yeah. fast speed. I thought that was a good scene. He he did a great job in this movie. Maybe, I thought so, too. Maybe this movie, and then obviously the third one, he has a pretty crucial role. It may be. That he, the first movie, I thought he was okay, but now he's really one of the main people. Yeah. Um, I like the scene where everything leading up to the fight night, Sylvester or Rocky, whatever, it was almost late to the fight because he's going to all these places. He stopped at the church. He was hanging out at home. Like, I just like the way the music was swelling. You could feel it getting more and more tense. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed that. I, cause like I said, I had been kind of like not dozing off, but definitely not paying as close of attention. <laughs> and then that brought me back in. It was intense and then set up the whole fight really well, I thought. Yep. All right. I'm out of scenes. Do you have any more favorite scenes? Well, yep. The 10 count at the end I thought was awesome. At, oh, at the end of the fight, yeah, yeah, that that was. I mean, I kind of forgot about the fight, but that was again seeing that for the first time when they both go down. It's like, are you kidding? What's going to happen now? And they're both stammering and trying to get up on the ropes. And, and then Apollo's even up almost. Yeah, and then he gets like slips and falls back down as Rocky barely comes off the. And when I watched this movie the first time, I didn't know who won the fight, so it was really exciting to me. I remember watching like, oh yeah. God, who's gonna? This is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you saw these. You, you saw the Rocky movies out of order, though, so you kind of right. had to have an idea of who was going to win, right? No. Well, I thought watching the first one that Rocky was going to win, and then he didn't. Yeah. So then in my mind, the second so one, I'm like, down. well, who knows? They're both down. Yeah. yeah and who knows? And... It was tense. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and ask the, the, uh, <laughs> the question that we added. This was <laughs> tough for the first Rocky. But we, Bobby is a huge Kevin Costner fan, so I don't we always ask, what role could Kevin from. Costner play? I think it's tough for this one. 
The the Rockies, this is tough to apply to. I think right. there are other movies where the, you could apply it, but this is he, tough. Let's just pretend, Costa regardless of when the boxing. movie was made, where, right. you know how old he was, any of that kind of stuff, what would be the role for Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner would probably be... One of the doctors? <laughs> yeah. I think he might be a good sparring partner. <laughs> yeah. One of the guys in the gym. Like, how about this? Kevin Costner's the guy that gets to spar with Rocky and accidentally hits him in the face too hard and cuts Rocky's eye. And they have a fight. Like, they're mad about yeah. it. And then he's just a bit roll. Then he goes away. Yeah. Stu Nahan, by the way, is uh, a guy. He was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He's in the Rocky movies as well, and uh, he, he's a guy who was an actual sportscaster and kind of so, made his way into some movies. That's pretty so cool. It's fun to see Stu Nahan Gillo. every now and then. Yeah, that's a familiar name. Anything that really bugs you about Rocky Two? Yep. I don't know if it's a popular opinion or not, but the fact that he's like in the it hospital, popular opinion. out of shape. Yeah, I always shy away from the popular ones anyway. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he decides, like, you know what? I got told I can fight. Let me just go run around and get this chicken real quick. All right, I'm in world champ now mode I'm now. I'm ready to go. Yeah, and I haven't to done beat, anything for six months. After beating, and then now. Actually, it's almost. Well, go ahead. Even better than he used to be in shape because now he beats Apollo but at 36 years old. The training, though, because you remember when they were. Uh, so Apollo and those guys are having. His guys are having the meeting, and they say it's been six months. He hasn't done anything in six months. So then they get the fight together. And so six months would be June. The fight doesn't take place till Thanksgiving, so he actually has a lot of time to train, but we don't necessarily see all of it. But that part of what bugs and, me is it's eternal winter in the two Rocky movies because even though it's June, they're all wearing jackets. You don't actually see it, you know, June and then July and August and, and the heat of summer in Philly and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We never see that. It's always either winter or winter, winter basically. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that. The, one of the things you said you liked about the first one is it was timeless. They put a couple Easter eggs if you're paying attention to what the dates are. But if you can let that go, like everything else could take place in any given time. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying. I think for the most part, but like you said, I yeah. think I think like um, when it's June, yeah. the things that dated this a little bit more won the, the Trans Am yep. because now you've got something that definitely relates it to a certain place in time. And then like the, the satin tiger jacket, that's very – Late seventies for sure, <laughs> or is at least the leather jacket. You know, you could get away with a leather leather jacket just about at any time. But it, it I, I think tiger. it makes it more. Yeah. Um, what you were talking about with with the uh, the run that he made and the fact that he would have ran more than a marathon. But the the not that it bugs me a lot, but just like when they're the 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 final stretch where there's like eight hundred kids following him up the steps. And they're running right through the middle of a of an actual street. Yeah, <laughs> like like Rocky and eight hundred kids are going to run through the. They're going to shut down Nobody's, Philly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no cars were trying to turn on that street. No, no cars were driving on that street. See, they're all moving for him. I'm okay with the thirty miles, really, because if he, I don't know what kind of shape those boxers are in. I know some professional athletes run marathons on the side. Yeah, so it might not have been that much of a stretch to think. Yeah. Anything else that bugs you? Apollo being inconsistent. There's not going to be a rematch. I want a rematch. We're not going to fight again. We're going to fight again. Well, that's the nature of being a professional athlete, a pr- isn't Especially with promoters and everything. Yeah, but, you're allowed to change your mind at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I I get it. But uh, it was just I got annoyed by it because I was like, what? you could have streamlined the whole thing a little bit more. Yeah. Or 
fished each other back and forth. All they did was like make one cartoon, and that changed Rocky's mind to all of a sudden. Now I thought he that was to, kind of funny too. The yeah. chicken cartoon. It was funny. It was but pretty good. That's enough to trigger him, the guy who doesn't really care. True. So I don't know. Um, yeah, there's there really not a whole lot else that bugs me. We usually ask if it should be remade, and again, I don't think that you can remake any of these. They still are so iconic now. Yeah, and there's. It's like you're not remaking them, you're just adding sequels. And Yeah, I mean, when it's 40 years later and you're still making sequels to this franchise, you obviously can't remake any of it. And that's something, remember we talked in the first one about there really weren't a whole lot of sequels to this point, just in terms of movie history. You had The Godfather and The Godfather 2. And I kind of, I tried to do a little bit more research on that. And obviously, as I said then, there were some sequels. Every once in a while, you would have a sequel. But the difference with the 70s is it became essentially the franchise, like Godfather and Uh Godfather 2, Rocky and Rocky 2, where where in the past, some of the sequels, you had a completely different name for the movie. But it was was the 70s, kind of beginning with the Godfather. Keeping the same title. Yeah, where you had the title, and then it's just Godfather 2, Rocky 2, Jaws 2, Smokey and the Bandit 2, that kind of stuff. I wonder if movies are becoming more mainstream. Not that they weren't mainstream before, but at that point, too, that that brand of Godfather resonated more with people than just having another title. And people started to learn marketing better. It was just the evolution of the whole process. Right. Yeah, and so... It's like Rambo. Didn't Rambo have the same name for all of its movies, too? Uh, well, the, the original Rambo, yeah, was First Blood. And then Rambo 2 was... I think Rambo 2, essentially. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. And then as I kind of look through, yeah, well, yeah, it was First Blood, and then it was Rambo First Blood Part 2. Okay. So it was it, the original Rambo wasn't called Rambo. It was First Blood, then you had Rambo First Blood Part 2. And that First Blood line comes from this movie, actually, I guess. Before the fight begins, one of the announcers says that Apollo wants to draw First Blood. Ah, there you go. So then that's where that came from. That's exactly right. Um, I also wrote down one thing that bugged me about this movie is that Stallone gives Polly the car when he's down on his luck. He's like, "All right, the payments are now yours." There was no paperwork. There was no nothing. By the way, I just saw this because you're talking about how at the press conference there was the the reference to Kermit and the Muppets. He was on the Muppets he was later. on the Muppet yeah. show the same year, 1979, that Rocky right. II was made. So that's probably where that came from. Yeah, yeah. So he went Rocky Fist. Paradise Alley. Paradise Alley. Rocky Two. Muppet Show Rocky Two. Yeah. Nighthawks, nineteen eighty one. Two years in between doing anything. Victory, which I told you about. He, Pele, Michael Caine were in it. That actually just came up. I just recorded it. Maybe you can see if you can find that. We can do that. I think you would really like that. Yeah. It sounds set, like a good movie. It's set they're prisoners of war in World War Two, I think in France, and the whole thing is about prison escape. They're supposed to play a soccer match, and Stallone really is not a soccer player, but because right. of the prison escape thing, they make him the goalie, if I remember right. Which, okay. Yeah, but I've got that recorded, so if you can find it, maybe we can do that sometime here in the near future. Yeah, I'd but like that. then he goes, Rocky, th- then he, so he does Victory in 81, Rocky 3, and First Blood in 1982, Staying Alive, it said it's uncredited, but then Rhinestone, Rambo, First Blood Part <laughs> 2, Rocky 4, and on and on. See, now you're already up to almost the 90s. Yeah. But what, uh, obviously the, the biggest franchise, and again, this was uh, 
Stallone directed this. He didn't just write it, but he directed it. Let me check and see here real quick. I don't know if he directed Rocky Three or not. Of course he did. I he directed yeah, he Rocky Three. I'm gonna see if he what did else he do Rocky Four? What else he directed? Let me see. First Blood. I don't think he directed First Blood. Just he did go, not. Just go to his directing credits. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anything else before we wrap this up? I didn't remember also how much the crowd didn't like Apollo. He was really a villain. I thought, you know what I thought? Do you remember there really wasn't a big Rocky chant, was there, in the fight? There I don't was. Know. Like at the start, I'm it seemed like think, when, yeah. when the Rocky rolled across right before, it seemed like they, they kind of used a Rocky, Rocky chant, but I don't really remember it. So it, I don't know when that, maybe it was Rocky Three where that became right. the thing, the Rocky chant. Rocky, right. Rocky. Yeah, it must have been. I, there's more booing of Apollo than there was almost cheering of Rocky. So yeah. there was no. It was supposed to be at the Philadelphia Spectrum, and just like the first one, I noticed they had a hard time filling the place. Yeah, <laughs> and they even for a big movie like this. Obviously, everybody knows the movies in Philadelphia. Yeah, they could have done more to ingrain him with the community than just one run with kids. I feel like. Yeah, like that. He's supposed to be the hometown hero, but and they all cheered for him. But I feel like you could have done more. I agree. Instead of wasting all that time on the marriage. All right, Rocky two. Just like Rocky, one of the few movies that we agree on, we both like. Nothing really negative to say. It, Good, the, not great. Yeah, I mean, the, the the most negative thing you would have to say about it is what? Or the biggest critique you would have? <laughs> Takes too long. Start. Yeah. I think we're both we're both in agreement on then that. Then once it gets going, it's good. Because you know what it's all about, so you're ser- sit, basically sitting there going, all right, when are we getting to the boxing stuff? Right. Enough about his, his life and his wife and Montage in the else. hospital and everything yeah. else. Overuse of montage. Get us to the boxing. Yeah. Get us some Mickey. Yeah. Get us to the Mick. Get us to oh, – all right. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's Rocky Two. At some point, probably about another month or so, we'll we'll do Rocky Three as yeah. we keep going through the Rocky franchise. We've got some other stuff. I, I seriously think, see if you can find victory. I will. White men can't jump is another one we're thinking about doing. And mm-hmm. also, with this being December and Christmas, you want to <laughs> jump from our two guys talking sports movies franchise to two guys talking holiday movies. Two guys talking <laughs> Christmas vacation. I think that'd be fun. I think so too. Chevy Chase. Yeah, he never did a real sports movie. Caddyshack. Ah, oh, you God, what idiot. Am I even thinking. <laughs> You're right. Well, that's one of the dumbest things you ever said. That was, <laughs> and it was recorded. Can I edit that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> he did. Of course, he did Caddyshack. What was I thinking? We did that on our podcast. You haven't seen Fletch or Fletch Lives, have you? No. Fletch. He has the dream sequence. It's one of the funniest dream sequences sequences in the history of dream sequences where he uh, is playing for the Lakers and he's got this afro on. I think Stu Nahan might have been in that as well. (laughs) See, but then that makes it a sports movie, right? That's right. If it's got Stu Nahan. Yeah. All right. That's it for this one. Two guys talking sports movies. We'll talk to you next time.